Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and Attention Coach Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD and resume writing, showing the intangibles and example. Uh, We're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show um, and write down the secret word of that show and then just email me just the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine, and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made, and we'll get into the show. When you have ADHD, putting in an eight-hour workday while maintaining maximum concentration can be a challenge. Here are some strategies to help. Make your physical environment less distracting. Use your laptop, smartphone, or alarm to track appointments and deadlines. Break up long tasks into shorter ones. Take breaks and walk around. Before you leave work, take five minutes to organize your work area for the next day. To learn more about workplace issues, visit chad.org. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Okay, so I've been doing a lot of shows recently just with myself trying to help people understand intangibles and to use examples of that so they can kind of understand things in maybe a, a, a different way. And today, I really, I'm here to talk about resumes. And this came up for me recently. I'm, I'm coaching a couple people that are getting out of college or trying to switch some stuff, and they're in the, the, the process of writing the resume. And as a coach, I help people understand who they are so that they can maybe change careers. But a, a career counselor will often pay a lot of attention to what a person's skills, knowledge, and experience is. And so the way I kind of describe that is if you went to um, maybe culinary school and you learned to chop stuff with a knife so you don't cut yourself, that's a skill. It's been transferred from one person to another. Um, you might read a bunch of cookbooks. that You might gain knowledge and you might make lasagna. That's experience every day for 10 years. Those are all transferable skills that you have. It doesn't mean you're any good at cooking. It just means you're really good at following a recipe uh, for 10 years in a row. What I do is I'm trying to help people understand um, their modalities. That's how they work. How do they learn best? How they create content? Uh, a modality in my world is, is not – like learning modalities, we all learn with different like 
auditorily, visually, physically, kinesthetically, et cetera. We all use all of them, but we have one or two that tend to be more dominant. And I might be a visual learner and you might be a visual learner. It doesn't mean I'm any better. It's just our style. So I try to help them understand that. Try to help them understand their passions, those things that they can't not pay attention to. And then often I'm, I'm trying to help them understand what their gifts and talents are. What I just described to you are things that you're born with, right? Like you can't coach speed or sometimes levels of creativity, but putting that in there is you, you have these types of things. And when I'm working with people and trying to help them understand where they go, all too often people pay attention to money or they're falling in love or romantic idea of a particular uh, job. What I'm always trying to do is like let's understand who you are and what you do. Like, hey, I'm a squirrel. I climb trees. Do you have any trees for me to climb? Who you are is, hey, I'm a loyal, individual, sensitive, caring, lifelong learner. What you do, well, I, maybe I solve puzzles. When you say, do you have any puzzles for me to solve any trees to climb, if they don't, then they don't hire you because they don't have a job for you. But the idea is you want to understand kind of just who you are and what you do and basically walk out and say in a job, who can take advantage of this? Now, I talk about this because – we tend to look at resumes and careers based off of job title and career. And often people with ADHD will go get a job and the function of the job is very ADD unfriendly, but they didn't really understand that day to day. So I don't want to get too complicated here, but in coaching a couple people right now and the fact that my my younger son is a rising junior, he's got to put his resume together, I got more involved trying to help people kind of think about what they're going to do, but also learn to tell their story. And where I began to realize is when you write a resume, you're doing skills, knowledge, and experience. That's what you're kind of communicating, but you also want to communicate the more intangible parts of you. When you go to college, you've got to write these uh, essays and drafts. A lot of times I think they're looking to learn a lot about that individual and the essence of who they are. And I think it's a bit of a challenge for many people to do because they've never really thought about that before. They've also never thought about tangibles and what their story is when they're actually writing a resume, which is kind of what this show is all about. And so what I have found is if you focus and you let go and you pay attention to your own behavior, what you gravitate to kind of the, your past history and a lot of times you need a little bit of help with this to really try to identify that. Then what you do is when you're going to do something, you're going to write a college application answering the question, but you're also going to try to communicate in that um, essay the essence of who you are to differentiate yourself. So to do this, I'm going to kind of go back to my days. I found my original resume coming out of college. And I reflect back on it, I'm like, this is kind of an interesting example for me. So I thought I would share this with you guys to give you a template of what this would look like if you did it and try to use it as a metaphor to relate to yourself. And so i tell you what, we're early into the show, but given what I'm going to get into, what I want to do is let's go to a break right now so we can come back and I can have enough runway to make this happen. Our secret word tonight is resume. Again, our secret word is resume, and we'll be right back after these messages. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. 
transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by gigcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. We're having a conversation about uh, resumes. But really what I'm talking about is helping people understand who they are and be able to kind of communicate it by using this as a metaphor example. A little bit of background. I probably wouldn't have gotten into college had I not been a scholarship athlete. Once I there, I had to kind of figure it out. And so I got towards the end, my, my dad and I were talking about, you know, what I was going to major in. And my dad said, you, you just get anything. It really didn't matter, which I thought was peculiar. And he said, yeah, you know, 90% of the people don't actually do what they majored in, like history majors, et cetera, which I thought was fascinating. He said, you know, if you're pre-med or if you're music or something like that, they tend to stay in that stuff. But my dad was like, you just need to get a job. But he encouraged me to go to sales. The reason for that, fundamentally in a company, you guys, uh, marketing, finance, and production. Those are the three core businesses. But as a sales guy, you had to understand all of them. And father said, you know, a lot of times people that go into finance just know finance, but CEOs tend to be salespeople because they're more well-grounded. Whether that's true or not is irrelevant right now, but I bought into it. So when I was coming out, I was, I was just looking for a sales job. And I'm going to kind of walk through my resume and highlight some stuff. Now, realize I swam, like practices college a lot of other people were out getting jobs so what do i do? I'm, I'm i'm an athlete it doesn't i don't have real work experience but what i'm going to do is i'm going to try to communicate a few things about me that i wanted to that are tangible one of the things i felt like is that i was always busy in high school i used to get up at 4:20 in the morning i would drive an hour to be in a pool i used to train an hour away drive an hour, swim for two hours, drive an hour back to school, get out of school. I'd have special permission to get out of the parking lot before the other students did, drive another hour and swim an hour and 45 minutes and drive home. I did that five days a week and then on Saturday morning. The idea is that I was busy, I was successful, and I could handle a lot of stuff. Now, that's something in my life that I've been able to do. It, it was just, it's always been there. So when I wrote my resume, and the resume is a little different now, the first thing we always did was write a career objective. And I wrote – Desire an entry-level position in sales that will allow me to work in a competitive atmosphere while gaining experience and knowledge in product management, financial management, and sales management. Now, product, finance, and production, like all, that's all what there, but you'll notice competitive. That was a real important word for me in there, work in a competitive environment because that's something I really wanted to kind of pull out. I went out and gave my – my degree was in public affairs, which is just basically business of the bureaucracy, which is really kind of irrelevant, but I did get the degree. Now, what I led with was not work experience, but I led with it achievements, and the reason I did this is I wanted to tie it in. Year-round competitive swimmer on a national and international level training two workouts a day, in parentheses, 25 to 30 hours per week for 10 years. You'll notice I put the hours in there, and I put competitive in there because I wanted to communicate. I was a busy guy, and I was, I was, I was focused. Internationally ranked 32nd in the world in 1982, college All-American in 1983, 1980 and 84 Olympic trial qualifier, four-year letterman, 
that Indiana University finalist national championships 1984 also played water polo. Clearly, I was a swimmer, but what I was really trying to emphasize was I could juggle. I was busy, and I was competitive as things that people might be attracted to. Then I started listening to experience. Internship assistant administrator for Indiana Swimming, Inc. in Indianapolis, responsible for reorganizing the state geographically, time zones at low cost, to low cost of individual expenses for local competitors, processed and managed registration cards for 7,000 age group athletes in the state of Indiana. I don't really remember that, but I did something with that because I wouldn't have put it there. That's kind of benign. Basically, I did that over the summer for about six or seven weeks. Hated it. <laughs> it was really boring. I had to drive an hour every day up and back and anyway because I, I wanted to have an internship now the fun one waiter kappa alpha theta social sorority worked 13 to 15 hours a week while attending school full-time and swimming on the indian university swim team now this is interesting because i was scholarship i couldn't make money i didn't i had to pay for my my rent and food but as a waiter at the sorority i would go there and i would take food out and put it on the table for the girls and i got to eat for free the idea really is you'll notice how I weaved in, worked 13 to 15 hours a week doing that. Remember, I'm swimming 25 to 30 hours while I'm a full-time student, and later I'm implying that, hey, I got swim meets to go dual meets, and I'm missing a lot of school. Again, what I'm trying to communicate to them is stand out. I'm a sales guy, but if you want somebody who likes to compete right, and thrive and is really busy and on the go, I think I can stand out. Again, these are the intangible stuff that I'm using based on my background. Then I go into another job experience, a swim camp coach, councilman company in Indiana. While training full-time for national-level swim meets, responsibilities include supervising, motivating, training, lecturing, and counseling swimmers. Now, notice the supervising, motivating, lecturing, training, et cetera. Do you see how that's loosely tied to um, sales? There's a little bit of that. Motivating, helping, helping training or educating people kind of what's going on. Again, trying to pull that stuff out. And then finally, I had a part-time job um, in Fairfax, Virginia, overseeing the training of young children, local competitions, whatever. Again, the idea here really is I'm trying to sell myself. I'm looking for sales. I didn't really have a lot of experience at the time. As you can see, while I was an athlete, I was trying to pull out those intangible like kind of concepts so that they would, they would speak to somebody in some type of way when they're comparing me with somebody else. And in dealing with um, my younger son, he's, very, he's an athlete, um, but I was working today with an uh, individual who had, had a master's degree and was going through this process, and it had a lot of computer background and problem-solving project managing, but had never had a job in that area. In fact, I'm not so sure that they really, really liked it. They kind of fell in love with the idea but what we did is we began to look at their history and they, where they really, really thrived when they were always with individuals and they seemed to be able to facilitate groups doing stuff, whether they stepped up and facilitated it or they were really good at facilitating somebody else to step up and take the leadership um, or kind of socially engineer or uh, I call it social engineering to try to get people working together as a team. And so we started talking about their resume and certainly they have the academics, but there's tens of thousands of other people with those academics. But what we were trying to do is pull out those intangibles so that this person would stand out so that if somebody was reading the resume, the idea is you're not trying to beg for a job. I, I'll say anything to get this job, but you're saying this is who I am. 
so that somebody goes, wow, that's really what we're looking for to increase the probability that you actually have a, a, a good match between um, what you do innately and what the job is. So I'm going to take a pause. We're going to go to another break, and we'll come back. I'm going to spend some more time, at least let, let my experience with the resumes, and then kind of pull this stuff together in a way that hopefully you can find some use out of it. Again, our uh, secret word tonight is resume. And with that, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody. We're having a show today where we're talking about resume writing, but really the idea is to help people begin to think about what they do or what the, the education, but also kind of get tapped in with themselves and be able to sell the intangible them, um, whether it's looking for a resume or, or trying to get a job or trying to cash yourself in life. Now, so let's go back to – I put this resume thing together, and at the time I was going through a business placement class in college, which was designed for the business school students, so they had first go. Um, I was in what was called the uh, School of Public Environmental Affairs. Um, that was there. It was Again, it was like the business of the bureaucracy. So it's like non-elected government officials was more or less the uh, education I got. But we had access to the business stuff. And so it was a bit of a challenge because the business people, would they could take those slots. And I – like when somebody was coming to town. But needless to say, as I was able to put my name in many of them, and I remember I had 37 interviews in eight weeks. Um, I think it was like 18 companies. I don't remember what it was, but it was interesting to me because what I was selling really took hold with people. What's fascinating to me is nobody ever asked me what my GPA was. Now, I wasn't a 4.0 student, whatever, but everybody asked me about being a waiter at Kappa Alpha Theta. Everybody, which is funny because, you know, okay, well, okay, you're a guy serving tables at a sorority. Okay, that's kind of funny, but what was interesting was they were like, how would you do all that stuff? Because I had a lot going on. I would do homework when I was there sometimes. But it was interesting because it, it, it caught their eye and gave me some talking points. And so of all the companies that I interviewed with, I ended up getting a job with an insurance company. They interviewed 3,500 people, and uh, 22 of us were hired. And I remember I had to go four-step interview process. One was in on campus. One was um, – in Indianapolis, one was in Chicago, then I had to fly to Hartford. And I remember the last interview, and the guy was literally offering me a job. I said, you know, I'm kind of curious, like, why me? And he said, because you get stuff done, and you can compete. And I was like, wow. 
I'm just a swimmer. <laughs> How does that translate? But needless to say, is that's kind of what stood out. And the notion here is when you're writing resumes to begin to think about who you are and what those intangible things are and what's that message that you can weave in uh, in order to do that. So I told you that story because I want to tell you another one. Not quite a resume thing, but more of a trying to find a new job. I had an individual I coached years ago that had uh, been a, a professor um, at school. They had worked in a rehab facility. And when I was working with them, they were working for an entrepreneur that was uh, looking at buying and selling companies. So this guy would build models of, of cash flow, financial for the guy to, to, to see cash flow if he bought a business. And was working with a guy for a period of time. And these are three diverse fields. And it's kind of complicated how we do that because when I'm working with people, I take a look at times of their life and try to find out where they're all in common. But what we found in common with everything he did, he was really good at complicated information, simplifying it and building a model for other people to make decisions. Researching and understanding complicated stuff, simplifying it and building models for other people to make decisions. What we did with this is you know, once we had that individual went out and started talking to um, people that could be in contact with entrepreneurs, it was very, very successful. Now, that's not a title. It's not a job. It's more a function of who they are. But the idea is to kind of begin to understand who you are and tap into it. And I'm not going to say this is an easy process, but for the people that are sitting down writing resumes and they don't really know what to write because they've got, I went to school, I did this, and it's very rote. Um, and I've worked with other resume, I've coached resume writers before. They're looking for these intangible types of things so that you have what you're the, the tangible stuff that you're saying, but the intangible threads that you're weaving in there to differentiate yourself and have people get an idea of who you are. Because at the end of the day, when I'm coaching people um, to go find jobs, we have a tendency to walk in and find a job and beg for it. Like I'll say anything to make myself look like I can do that job, which is pretty good if you get the job. But if it's not something that you do, you might find that you're not very good at it or um, you're over your head or you shouldn't have taken the job. But if you walk in and you know who you are, hi. I'm Jeff. I'm a very busy guy that can juggle and very competitive. Can you take advantage of what I do? Yes or no. If they can, they hire you. If they can't, they don't. But if you're understanding who you are and what you do in this context of the intangible side, and you walk in and you're really saying, who can exploit this? Who can take advantage of this? Not take advantage of me like manipulate me and take it and run, but who could benefit from this type of thing? It's a very powerful message and gives people a lot of confidence when they're out there looking for a job. It also can help narrow the field. So again, today's show is very, very different than what I've done because I'm really just trying to use personal examples to help illustrate some of the intangible things out there so that I can help people start to think a little bit differently about how they approach certain things to see if you can understand uh, those intricacies of what you do so that you can write a resume and cast yourself in a role that you were born to play. So with that, I will wrap it all up. Our secret word tonight is resume. With that, hope you've enjoyed this edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.